Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Anna, welcome to the cave. Thanks for having me. How's uh, how's your day going with you? It's going great. I'm uh, here in Ojai, so it's yeah. extra extra good getting a little time yeah. away from LA. So exciting time for you. The listeners, the viewers, can really see you on the new uh, The Walking Dead: The World Beyond, which premiered a few weeks ago. That must have been an exciting time for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Fun to shoot, and then fun to just kind of see how all the episodes came together. Yeah. Uh, before we uh, we talk more about the show, uh, one of like like the first things I always start in my interviews is like, uh, you're a storyteller. You became a storyteller. How did you decide to get into something like this? Well, acting is something world. that I was always drawn to and always wanted to do. So it, I don't even remember the you know, uh, it happened pretty early on when I okay. knew that's what I wanted to do. So I was always acting in grade school, elementary, you know, in high school and all of that. But I come from a pretty small town. Um, not a Hollywood sort of town, didn't have any connections to the film industry. And then I went to UCLA and I was a theater major. But after I graduated, I got, I kind of started to go down some other paths, tried some other career fields. And then by the time I hit my mid late 20s, I realized what am, you know, what am I doing? This is what I want to do. I need to get serious about it and start pursuing my career. And as soon as I made that decision, I remember that I auditioned for this play, um, a big play with like a lot of like Broadway Hollywood hitters and oh, wow. directed by Gordon Davidson at the taper. And it was a David Hare play. And David Hare is like, you know, this famous playwright who's also an amazing screenwriter. And, and um, I auditioned for it and I got the part. And then I remember like coming to the first rehearsal because, you know, I really, everybody else had like credits a hundred, you know, <laughs> yeah. down to the floor, right? And I pretty much had nothing. And it was, a, I remember like coming into the room and the director was going around and shaking everyone's hand. And like, they were all buddy, buddy because they were all like movie stars or whatever. And then he came up to me and he looked at me and he was like, <laughs> even though he's the one that cast me, he was like, you slipped in, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And, and I was like, yeah, I did. And, um, and then from there, things just kind of started rolling. Yeah, was uh was the plan first theater? Yeah, well, uh, I think I wanted to do it all, but theater okay. is a great love of mine. Like I've done three solo shows. Wow. And I I wrote my own solo show um, and and had an off Broadway run and um, and I really do love the immediacy and like kind of life force. Mm that flows through you when you're doing theater. I, I love TV and film too. It's just, it's just a different animal to me. Yeah. What made you jump into the TV after doing theater for a few years? I was always drawn to it. I mean, you know, the, the actors that I look up to, the actresses I look up to like a Helen Mirren, Viola Davis, Meryl Streep, mm -hmm. pretty typical, pretty obvious. Um, what the, the characters that they can craft in TV and film are just, so fascinating to me and um and on camera work is like just it's a really cool thing to try to master yeah so like what's the difference between preparing to go on theater live and then like 
TV and film. Yeah, it's kind of like with theater, you're kind of like trying to like push, you know, project it all out like that, right? Mm -hmm. And then with TV and film, it's sort of like you feel the camera there and you're like, everything's super intimate, but you're kind of communicating into the camera in a small, more like pointed laser, laser focused sort of way. Yeah. What's more, what's most challenging for you, theater or TV? They're both equally challenging. I mean, yeah. people that I that I consider to be at like the top of those crafts, yeah. they're both equally genius. I mean, e each one is like just a whole, you, uh, you can dedicate your life to trying to master that stuff and still fall short, I think. Yeah, what do you enjoy the most, TV or theater though, to perform? <sighs> oh God, whichever one I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> What do you think so far in your career has been like your biggest accomplishment? Um, I mean, honestly, I would say the solo show because I because I wrote it and it's I play a bunch of different characters. I you know, it was picked up to have a whole off Broadway run. And I uh, so I just felt it, you know, when people say create your own work because okay. it's so fulfilling, it's it's really true. Like I remember when, during the run, people would say to me, you know, aren't you so happy right now? And I would just think, maybe I'm happy, maybe I'm not. Like, that could just depend on what's going on in my day, right? Mm. But I had this intense feeling of fulfillment and, like, just connection to my purpose. Hopefully that doesn't sound too no, no, airy, but, you know. What I want to know is, like, so, you know, yeah. you performed with other people before. How, how does it feel to perform by yourself, like a solo show? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of uh, pressure. You can see the whole audience. Um, you see their reactions. Yeah. And you there's no one there to cover for you. You know that you kind of, the, the hardest moment is when you're about to walk on stage because you're like, the only way out of this <laughs> is through this. And it's going to be just, it's going to be 100% on me for the next 90 minutes. Wow. And... I can't, you know, you, I don't get to walk off stage for a second. I don't get to take a breather. It's not someone else that gets to say a line. You know, it's just going to be me, 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 me. And so um, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. You mentioned 90 minutes. How does it feel for you as a solo performer? Does it feel like you're on stage longer? Or does it feel like it's quick for you when you're performing? It feels quick, but like at the end, like you just really did something intense. You know, yeah. kind of like you ran a race or you ran a marathon, yeah. you know? Yeah. Do you feel, how does it feel when you get off the stage? Do you feel like, are you like energized about it more? Like, I, it feels like exhausting, but kind of like, okay. uh, but this certain kind of high. Yeah. You know, do, it do, feels like really cleared out. Like, I remember the, like at the beginning, the first time I did a solo show, someone for, from, for a radio show wanted to interview me right after. Okay. And I was like, sure, come interview me after. That's fine. And so I walked off stage and five minutes later, we went into a room and he had brought all his recording equipment and I sat down and he asked me the first question. And I was like, <laughs> and he's like, it's okay. It's good. And then I, I tried again. I realized that I couldn't, I couldn't even think like, I was like, I was exhausted, you know? I didn't have any more language left or things to say. Mm. Well, it makes thought, sense, 90, 90 minutes on stage, you know, you're, you're tired. 
yeah, you're tired and there's nothing left to say. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, let's talk about Walking Dead World Beyond. Uh, season two premiered a few yeah. weeks ago and it's a limited series. This is on the, the last, pretty much the last season. Yep. How exciting has this show been for you? And uh, are you a fan of the original Walking Dead also? Yeah, yeah. I really, really like it. Um, yeah. I think it's a great franchise, a great universe. Um, and now I'm getting to sort of just, you know, get a sense of the Walking Dead family and the fans. And that's really cool. And, and you know, the family also does, it doesn't just extend out to the fans. It's also the entire crew. Um, for instance, on this show, so many people uh, came from, and I, and I mean like crew members, from cameramen to makeup people, to producers, to whatever, um, and ADs, like they came from the original Walking Dead. They had spent years there or they, and then they also had spent time on fear and now they were here. So everybody kind of knows each other. And mm -hmm. that's a wonderful thing to be a part of, especially during COVID, you know? Right. Yeah. So, uh how did you get approached for the show? Was it just an, like an audition for this? It was an audition. Yeah, it was an audition. And I remember reading it and thinking, I mean, they don't give you real sides, but they give you, okay. uh, they give you a piece of script that kind of, I would say it like has the, the spirit okay. of the character. And I just remember thinking how much I wanted it and um, putting a lot of work into it. When you're first given like the script, like how was it, uh, how do they, um describe your character uh she's warm she's uh, a mother she's strong and intelligent protective caring and she has a, a real um sense of of fairness mm -hmm. you know she has a person who has a sense of of fairness she's a person driven by um ideals and principles and it it's going to be interesting because throughout the season indira's ideals and principles are going to more and more pressure is going to be put on those yeah so. and like it's from the episode that i watched because like you could tell you're like you look a little like rough in a way. <laughs> yeah well, we've been there a long time in this yeah. in the perimeter village you know we were there before you know the crm setup probably and and um you know we we've we've figured out how to how to live and how to have like a sort of sustainable society with with principles in the in the apocalypse and and so we're we're rough and we know how to take care of ourselves yeah so, so this takes place like like 10 years from like the original one around the timeline yeah. and um like how was it like was this filmed in atlanta also no we filmed in okay. richmond virginia okay but it takes place in nebraska Yes. Yeah. So how was it filming in Virginia? And how long were you on set for? Um, I've, I was on set for, I was there in Richmond. Um, I mean, I flew back and forth a couple of times, but I was there probably for two and a half months. You know, everybody had to come out kind of early for COVID protocols and all of that. You know, AMC was really dedicated to making sure that we had a safe environment um, to work in. Okay. When you booked the role, though, uh, how did you, okay, now you know you got it and everything. How did you prepare to play this character? And did you go back to watch other episodes of The Walking Dead just to get an idea? Yeah, yeah. And and then, of course, I watched the first season of Walking Dead World Beyond, which I had watched some of before the audition. And then I think the most important thing that happened was that a meeting was set with me and Matt Negrete. 
the creator and and we just really talked and he gave me a lot of backstory and um and kind of you know helped me understand my character's relationships and how she and her community play into the greater universe um and then with all that still there were you know they 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 keep it pretty uh close to the vest. So also we actors don't necessarily know what's coming, right? So right. he was giving me a lot of backstory, but he also wasn't gonna tell me what was coming up for me in the season, right? And right. and so, but it was enough, it was enough. Yeah, well, it's funny because like some shows I've had other guests on where they tell me like, they get the whole season of scripts. Other ones like you don't get it till a couple of days before you're gonna go out there. So you don't know what's coming at you. Yeah, and some and with some shows you don't even get the whole script. Right. You know, right. with some shows you just get your scenes, <laughs> which is tough. How does it feel like joining like the fan, like pretty much like the world of The Walking Dead and like and the fans? I mean, there's there's some amazing fans that follow all the shows. Absolutely. And the Comic Cons. You might be part of a Comic Con soon. I know. We'll have to see. I'm, you know, I've, I've heard all about this. This is all like pretty new for me. Basically, I was just holed up shooting this thing. And now, yeah. you know, it's just started airing and um, the reception seems to be pretty good. And, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool to, to find yourself part of something so... Mm. Uh, such an influential part of the television landscape. I mean, it's kind of hard to fathom, actually. Right. You know, and then also, like, I just wanted to say, like, coming to this particular set really was just not only was everyone like so incredibly lovely, but there were already three people that I knew and had worked with before. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, like, Joe Holt, who plays Leo, the girl's dad. He and I, Joe and I have been friends for over a decade. We did a play together in LA a long time ago where we played boyfriend and girlfriend. And then Alexa, uh, who plays um, Hope, she and I had worked together before. And then a new character um, who is named, and he's Abu Bakr Ali. He's, he, and he now has also been cast in the show Grendel as Grendel. Oh, which is wow. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I had worked with him before, so it was just like, really fun, you know? Yeah. Actually, yeah. my next question was going to be like, when you joined the cast, like uh, did the original cast from season one, whoever was left, like give you any pointers pretty much like how, how everything's going to be for you? Well, you know, because we, it's because of COVID, yeah. even your table reads are on Zoom, right? Uh, yeah. And you're not really encouraged to socialize as for obvious reasons outside so I kind of had to learn as I went and was more sort of like it, it kept feeling like um life was imitating art like I remember the first time that I I went to they took me down to the perimeter village mm. and then they they rode the actors in on, in the in the cart with the horses and pulled them in and they jumped <laughs> off and said hi to me which is basically yeah. what they do in the show you know and then with my scene with Julia Ormond in I think episode two, they drove her in in a CRM vehicle, and then she got out and she came in and and, and looked pretty threatening, you know, as yeah. a person because she was getting into character, and that's exactly what happens in in the show as well. So it was kind of it was kind of like that. How was but it interacting? How was it interacting with the zombies? 
Oh my gosh. Those guys are amazing. They are amazing. It's a lot of makeup on them. It's a lot of makeup and, but also to watch them do their thing. It, it, yeah. they, each one, you know, first of all, the people who choreograph it and teach them how to do this, mm. um, who also come from the original show and fear, you know, they, it's really specific and really detailed. And, and, and if you watch it over and over again, you notice that each one of them has their, their own specific personality and their own specific like walk or or little thing they do with their right hand and little thing they do with their left foot and speed and everything it's it's really interesting so how many episodes did you end up filming for this was i think was it eight i think i read online seven, i think seven out of ten okay maybe it was eight so are they splitting it up or are they going to play it right through have you heard anything yeah, they're playing it. What I understand to be the case is that they're playing it through so that uh, the finale, I heard this a while ago, so, you know, don't take my word for it, but the, right. the finale would align with the mid-season finale okay. of Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, what's next for you? Any other uh, little projects coming up that you can tell us yeah. about? Uh, yeah, well, I just got back from Atlanta where I was shooting a movie for a franchise. I can't tell you about that, okay. um, but I... Uh, you can see me and shows coming up. You can see me on the sex lives of college girls, which is Mindy Kaling's new show. And you can see me on the Lincoln lawyer, which is now a TV show for Netflix. Awesome. Where I also got to work with a good friend of mine that I went to college with um, Chris Gorham. So you got like the little Kevin Bacon thing going on. It's always so around with somebody. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Anna, how can the listeners and the viewers uh, find you on social media? Very simple. It's just Anna Kaja on Twitter and Instagram. All right. This was great. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, so nice to talk to you. Thanks for having me. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Thank you.